Howdy, CEOs, and welcome to Pear Talks Prana. Prosperous Universe podcast aimed at delivering you a little bit of entertainment, some knowledge, and insight into the happenings of the Prosperous Universe universe. I'm your host, C-Pair, and with me as always, I got my two co-hosts tonight. Uh, Lex, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Pleasure to be here. Where's the formality, Lex? <laughs> oh, you, don't, you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. just like, good. And uh, Dez, how you doing, buddy? Fantastic. That's great. That's great. Well, tonight we have probably one of the most specialist of guests we've ever had on the podcast here tonight. Uh, Nick, who is the marketing manager of the game we all love and chat, chat about, is on the air with us tonight. Uh, joining us from the good old U.S. of A. Um, but I know, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're stationed in Germany most of the time that you're... Yes, yeah. that's right, yes. And hello, everyone. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, no, <laughs> pleasure, to, pleasure to have you. So um, what I think we're going to do tonight is we're going to just jump right in. We got a little bit of a limited time frame here tonight uh, with all the schedules going around us. Um, so we're just going to jump into a Q&A session and hopefully uh, pick Nick's brain and Nick will pick our brains uh, in terms of just the prosperous universe universe, but also the business dealings of Simulogics and things like that. So um, we're going to start off with question number one, and this is uh, directed towards Nick, uh, but uh, Lex and Des always feel free to chime in when you, when you need or want. Um, but yeah, the first question is to, uh, to Nick, what are the best ways for players to communicate their experiences back to the team? Um, I think the forums is really the best way. Um, I mean, we always try to look at feedback and all the different, you know, goings on in Prosperous Universe, uh, you know, realm. Uh, so, like, of course, uh, many people will, you know, write messages on Discord and, and all that. And Discord's great, but messages tend to get lost. Um, so that's why uh, we always are trying to encourage players to to post on the forums because um, that's really easy for us to like go and and see and we get you know get emails and stuff too from the forums directly. Um, so yeah, I would say forums first and foremost. Um, and yeah, if you have something that you really think that should go to like one particular person on the team, like if it's a marketing related thing, you can always <laughs> you know ping me on uh, Discord and I will try to respond as quickly as I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of us, like we have to kind of like pa- uh, mute Discord or turn it off while we're working yeah, just 100%. because it does get rather like uh, just, I guess, annoying. <laughs> I don't want to, well, annoying is kind of a bad word. <laughs> no, no, just, no. like, okay, no, you know, no. the constant barrage, you know, of messages, you know, when you're trying to work. So I think uh, the forums is really a great. I was just gonna Sorry. say, annoying is a great word for notification interruptions. Yeah. I, I will say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> not not annoying for like you know the actual messages from from players. It's yes. just uh, the dinging and the yeah. chiming and all that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I have hundred and fifty channels at work. I think I'm checked into. It's crazy. Not Discord, yeah, right. but Slack. It's it's too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so we're you know we're, as a team we use Slack, so that's the kind of the primary channel that we have to make sure is on. So like when you put in Discord, it's just like another thing chiming, and you're like, okay, I just need to like sign out of this for a while. Yeah. No, I can imagine it's uh, like I always 
like I keep Discord muted on all my things. Like I do, but mm-hmm. um, I have it in such a way that, yeah, like I'll, I'll turn it on. Now, let me ask you this, and this is maybe a subsequent question to that. You know, what would you say is, in your opinion, and I, mo- I know we're going to kind of talk about a little bit in, in the next few questions here, but, you know, what is your, what do you feel is valuable feedback? Like, would somebody coming to you guys being like, I want to see this in the game be valuable? Or or is it more, you know, what what would you say is like, you're like, oh, this is the, this is the gold standard for feedback in terms of what we'd like to see from players? Um, I think it's a little bit difficult to, for me to answer from like a game design perspective. I mean, I, I'll read comments and I'll, and I'll think, oh, this is such a great com- uh, comment and we should definitely do everything this player is suggesting. And, you know, then I'll, <laughs> you know, send it over to the, to the developers and they're like, actually, yeah, it doesn't make sense because of X, Y, and Z reason. Um, so it's from that, from a game design perspective, it's a little hard for me to, to answer the question. Um, like from a marketing perspective, um, I mean, I've had people tell me, uh, just different, uh, just ideas. I'm trying to think of one like comes to mind. I mean, pair, we always talk about, um, different marketing things and you always have uh, great feedback for me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I've just had people, oh, uh, there was a, a particular message not too long ago, uh, um, that someone like, uh, I think, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was just some kind of uh, oh it was a reddit channel um and some like they will highlight uh, a game like uh it's like indie reddit oh, okay. something and um they will spotlight a game like every month and i was like oh this is great this is exactly what the kind of stuff it's like it's free marketing right mm-hmm. um so that was um really valuable and i was like really thankful for the player for for sending me that so that for me is really nice just if you see something like oh this is like you know easy doesn't cost any money like i will definitely do it so um send send that to me um but yeah i don't know if that kind of answers yeah some of the question. Does. and i think that's always <laughs> the challenge with indie games such as prosperous universe you know there is we we talk about on the esoteric gaming podcast quite a bit our other podcast where it's very much like you know triple a developers um they, they want to stick to their ips they want to stick to their guns and so they're not really it, it takes a massive effort on their behalf to innovate and to create something cool and new. And, you know, what makes Prosperous, you know, I know I'm kind of answering one of your questions here, so I'll, I'll limit it short little bit here when I say this. The Prosperous universe is, I feel like, a genre in of its own. Like, it, it's it's carved a path, like a path through this murky, ice-breaking kind of situation that is the gaming industry, and it's created something cool and it was funny, there was a review the other day. I don't know if you saw it, Nick, yourself. I think, obviously, you probably read the reviews, obviously. But it was kind yeah. of like, you know, <laughs> this game isn't for everybody, right? This game isn't for everybody, but it's good, mm-hmm. like, right? It's a good game. And I'm always, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Fair enough. You know, I think of some games, um, I know Lex and me have talked about this, Terra Invicta, where it's very much like Lex just loves it. Lex, you're just you're you're just like, you talk about you've. Th- I think this is the second time you've talked about it uh, recently. And I'm just like, I actually wrote a review for it kind of saying, you know, looks good, um, just not my cup of tea, right? And that's just the nature of the Mm -hmm. game. And so that free marketing is always, I think, uh, it's so important, right? Because because there is so many cool games such as Prosperous Universe out there that you just don't get the same sort of bandstand that these AAA spend millions of dollars pumping in marketing dollars to, to achieve, right? So... 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just unfortunately, and it's an indie studio. We just don't have the you know huge marketing budget <laughs> that like a triple A uh, title would have. I mean, it's always kind of like I mean a bummer, I guess. But I mean, we do have like the freedom to kind of do whatever we want, and we it's have a, a great um, player base, and you know we can take the feedback and do what we want with it. Um, so, you know, there's like pros and cons, I guess, you know, like with, with everything. Yeah, no, hundred percent. What you should do then is, uh, <laughs> start a brand deal with Coca-Cola. I Coca-Cola as a commodity to the game and boom, all your sponsorship is dealt with. Uh, so yeah, the next question is a little bit more business oriented. So, uh, buckle up listeners. Um, but it is around the company Simulogics as a whole. So for those that are listening that don't know, uh, Prosperous Universe is made by a company called Simulogics. And it says in the bio of Simulogics on uh, the LinkedIn page that the company's been around since 2002. Like, that's a, like, we, I was looking at some, like, you know, indie studio, like, that's almost as old as, like, that's just maybe just a bit younger or just a bit, old, yeah, younger than Bungie, like, in terms of age. Like, that, like, these are, like, so it's been around for a long time. So the question is, what are your main revenue streams and or is the company a contract coding company with video games as your passion, a.k.a. do you guys build applications and systems for logistical companies like flight and aviation companies? Um, so, yeah, what's your, what's your thoughts about that, Nick? Yeah, sure. Um, so with this question, there's like some of it I can answer and be totally completely transparent and the others like part of it because it deals with other people's like personal lives like yeah. I can't really go into. <laughs> no, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so Airlines M was the first game that was made by Simulogics and that was the one that's like referenced in uh, 2002. I think Martin was just like working on it while he was in school or something like I can't remember if he was in school or he was at his first job. But Anyway, um, so that's like the main revenue um, source. Um, I mean, Prospect Universe is really catching up um, in terms of like uh, which one is the more profitable game. But the <laughs> airlines has been um, the big like money maker um, is that for. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's kind of funny because like we, um, you know, we market so heavily. I mean, in comparison, we market so much more Prospect Universe, but it's really <laughs> airlines that makes the money. Um, if there's really just nothing else like Airline Sim, um, I know this is a Prosperous Universe podcast, so I'm not going to no, go no, on no. by Airline Sim. Can, can, can I go a step but, further um, with this before you? Sorry to interrupt. I just sure. want to ask you this mm -hmm. then. In terms of, like, where is this Airline Sim? Like, it almost feels like these two communities are so mutually exclusive from, like, I've, they I've are, never they met. They are. That's honestly. hilarious. <laughs> it's really funny. That's so um, cool. Yeah, I've. We like, and we're really like hesitant to sort of like, what do you call it, cross market or something, because um, airline sim community is not super into Prosperous Universe, I would say, and I don't even know if a lot of people in Prosperous Universe even know about airline sim. It's true. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of like this, um, uh, this kind of I don't know, sort of bad. Um, it's like, okay, you're a fan of, of something and then you have like another, there's another team uh, that you're not really a fan of, but like the coach is like coaching both teams. I don't know why I can't, I came up with this sports and sports no, analogy that's pretty that good. makes it's like good absolutely no sense. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's like, okay, the, the coach is putting more attention on this team rather than the other team. And so like, it, it kind of creates this a bit of like, I don't want to say like, it's not really toxic, but I, I just think it, it kind of, people get like a little bit jealous, I 100%. guess, you know, 100%. like, 
um, if we that, and you know we announced I don't know if you guys are were following the news, but we announced like a airline sim, and you know of course sorry they're really uh, you cut out there for a second that, you, know, you you're you announced a what oh sorry uh successor to the to airline sim and oh, okay. like i think it was last year so yeah so um martin of course has been working on that um so his time is split between prosperous universe and airline sim um so maybe that kind of gives you a lot some in, introspection or something mm -hmm. into like what's what's been going on within the company um so it's you know it's very difficult um to schedule all of that too Perfect. like who, development um time between the two games and things like that when there's like basically two developers in the company right <laughs> um so yeah it's uh it's a really a hard we we are we also looked into like um project management software like that was a big topic at one of our conferences like how can we better um you know spend our time wisely on certain tasks um and so yeah it's it's always uh one of those uh you know risk not risky i don't know <laughs> just difficult planning uh which project gets the most attention yeah. or which uh component in in x project gets them gets more attention from the developer um, but we know, like, I mean, we, we ignored Airline Sim, and I think everyone kind of knows. I don't think it's any big secret for a long time um, as far as, like, really improving it. Um, and so, you know, it's it's time for that game to get some a little bit more attention. So, mm -hmm. you know, we are, we're, it's not like Process Universe has been forgotten or anything yeah, like no, that. No, we're no. still <laughs> developing for it. Every single day, there's something happening with Process Universe in terms of development. Yeah. Um, so, and I uh, like Miki is 100% like on the, uh, on a Prosperous Universe. So, you know, um, he's always, you know, just doing Prosperous Universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to, um, I was going to ask that if, mm -hmm. if you're, team mm -hmm. was divided up it, it sounds like there's some crossover between the two mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there is there's even i do sometimes i do some airlines and marketing um so yeah it's, i would say the majority of the team is still like uh, on the prosperous universe side um but yeah like you know martin is pretty hard at work on airline sim stuff and we have a whole uh lena i don't know if you remember yeah. her from some of the yeah. she's so she's 100 airline sim um, but pretty much everyone else okay yeah she works she works for the airline sim community um so yeah martin is kind of i guess 50 50 or something like that and um miki is all all more prosperous universe and then fabian does both and i do a little bit of both now, more prosperous universe i'm obviously. really curious <laughs> because it is i don't know it's just a curious always quandary of mine have you guys ever taken and me i answer what you can here like have you ever taken any of the airline sim technology or prosperous universe like or has like airline sim or prosperous universe been the result of you guys working on real world applications for real world companies like an aviation or anything like that has that ever happened um I think uh, I'm pretty sure Martin does have, and maybe Miki is. Well, no, I think Miki worked for a bank, um, but Martin did have does have background in logistics. Like oh, okay. for sure, he came from like the logistics side mm -hmm. of um, of of like you know work. I guess mm -hmm. for his profession. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as it being like real world, I think I mean I, definitely airline sim. Like I mean that like a when there's nothing else really like that out there that's why like even after i mean what do we say 2002 
um that game was like started development or whatever um there's still really nothing like it just because um it's so technical and like um just um specialized in how you can create uh an airline uh company and just yeah. like basically design all the elements like how many seats are in the airplane and how much cargo and this and that and there's really no other product like that um out there um and you know we've been i think this kind of goes into like some of the other parts of the question you're asking we have been been approached by other um you know uh universities or um other kinds of um uh who who like just people that want to to sort of like study this kind of data and understand it and yeah that's totally like something that that has been um sort of talked about like do we kind of go into the side of like developing some kind of software for a company or you know whatever um yeah. ultimately we haven't really gotten into that i mean we th it always kind of kind of comes up um but we're i think kind of first and foremost like a gaming like studio yeah. we want to kind of do what we want to do and the moment we have to get into like this like okay building custom software for a company for x y and z reason then it kind of becomes something else yeah. um so well, yeah like it's it's go ahead um well, i was gonna <laughs> ask no 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 it, it, this is really interesting stuff so let me ask you this because i've i've speculated it's always been speculation it's never been like i know this for a fact but it's more like i've kind of connected these dots and so now's your opportunity nick to tell me if i'm flat wrong or, or if i if i'm onto something here I've noticed in, in Simulogix, like you're, you're at the bottom of your webpage that you have some sort of affiliation with uh, the government of Germany in the transport and mm -hmm. logistics thing. Now, uh, if you want to speak to that, you can. Uh, if you don't, that's fine too. Um, but I was wondering if that had any correlation whatsoever to your sort of um, uh, your pushback always. And, and I'm not a big fan of it either. So I'm, I'm happy you guys aren't doing it, but they have people have always, you've heard this repeatedly about the fact that they want war in the game, that they want conflict. And so I've wondered to myself is if because of your affiliation with the German government in some whatever capacity that looks like, that um, you haven't put that in the system. Or has it just been you guys have just flat out said, like, there's so many other war games out there, we're building this. This is this is the game we want to build kind of thing. I know it's a heavy-handed yeah, question I just asked so, there. <laughs> no, it's it's good that you address the whole like German government like sticker thing at the bottom because I think that's going to feed into some of the other questions you asked before or during this whole discussion. Um, but uh, the call no no conflict thing was some, kind of from the premise like we wanted to be like Eve without all of that war conflict stuff or yeah. you know something like the Eve um, economic side. Um, uh and yeah we we discussed several times about adding some kind of war conflict stuff but we always were just kind of like no this is not what this, the focus of this game is and we don't really want it in there um so yeah it never really came came about the whole conflict stuff just in the war aspect just because that's not the kind of game we wanted to make um with the whole german thing uh government thing um, so we get funding from the German government. Like we're we have like funding projects. Um, so uh, I think because uh, I was listening to your previous podcast and stuff, and uh, you know there was a lot of like pushback of certain things that we have 
decided to pursue that may not have made sense or that you didn't like or something, which we totally get. And we, we were listening to the feedback. Don't worry. Um, but there are certain funding projects that we do take on because, you know, we need that revenue stream or that, like those, that money basically, because Prosperous Universe still hasn't hit like a self-sufficiency level yet. It's getting really close. Like we're very close and we're really excited. Um, so it can be like a hundred percent, like, you know, profitable and we don't have to worry about the, these kind of funding projects anymore. Um, but right now we need it. Um, so there's certain projects that we have to take on um, that meets the criteria for, to, for the funding. Um, so while like you, you know, you may not, maybe not like it or something that is not really your cup of tea, um, but it will pass for the, the funding application. Yeah. Um, and that helps us a lot. So I can give you an example, like the mobile project um, that happened, I think two years ago um, or more. The mobile you know. project, sorry about, <laughs> you mean like taking yeah. fun to mobile? Yeah, yeah, that that whole um, thing. So that was a project that was um, completely funded um, by the German government. Um, so that's something that we weren't like, I mean, I, we wanted it to do it, of course. It was something that we really, you know, knew that needed to be done. If you yeah. listen to our other podcast, I think you'll find that I'm pretty much like, you guys need to have money to eat. So I'm totally... Mm -hmm. Well, I think yeah. all three of us are that way. Yeah. All three like, of us are that way. That it's mm -hmm. not yeah, like... Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, when people are like, oh my goodness, when, when, uh, subscription, like people are like, oh, this game is the subscription game. I'm like, boys, <laughs> trust me, those servers do not run on rainbows and bubbles. They run on electricity and those humans need to run on food too. So guess right. what? <laughs> uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, totally. I, I don't, I don't have any support for people that complain about having to pay to play a game. I just, I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I see those comments and like, we, I mean, of course, we take the feedback and we have even had discussions about, you know, price changes or, you know, um, just trying to sort of find the, a better, uh, I don't know, I don't know, middle ground's not the right word, but like trying different discounts and things like that to see what would happen if we changed the price. Um, but ultimately, we're pretty happy with where it's priced and we feel like it's fair. Um, especially if you compare it to other MMOs and everything. Um, I know that people like really complain like, oh, because of the way the game looks, it doesn't justify the price tag. Um, but then I think that, we're getting third, by the way. Yeah, oh, I think so we're getting absurd. into a <laughs> demographic that we're not really, you know, that's not really maybe our core player base if they're really interested well, in that an um, example I can graphical think of, thing. An example I can think of is Factorio, right? Factorio is one of mm -hmm. the all time favorite factory builder like it almost it almost defined a genre to some degree obviously the genre was around before it but it really did but it's it's like it's like 16 or 32 bit graphics right uh, and like so it's like people like oh, improved it but yeah yeah but it but, but very much it's like oh the graphics suck or even minecraft right even Minecraft. i remember <laughs> back in grade nine you're gonna laugh at this i remember back in grade nine my friend show so this would have been 2009 uh, hey, you're making you're, me feel old, dude. Shut up. <laughs> 2009, I, my friend, he, he was a complete nerd. Uh, he told me about Bitcoin way before it was cool. And he was telling me about Minecraft. He showed me this minecart roller coaster. And I was like, dude, this game looks terrible. Like, like who would ever play that game? Little did I know it'd become one of the all-time most popular games of all time. And so with with a game like Prosperous Universe, once again, I feel like it's a... It's a 
it's a genre defining game, right? Where it's very much like the game's not about graphics. It's about the depth. And like, here's the thing. I probably would complain if there was no graphics and no depth, but this game just has like, it is, you hop in that kiddie pool and you find out it's actually a 40 foot uh, diving, diving pool. (laughs) So, yeah, I will say, I mean, one of the reasons that I, the reason, one of the big reasons I started playing the game is I was looking, I've been looking for a long time for an economic simulator, but I didn't, I knew that the one that I wanted wouldn't have, it would be more purely based on economics and business and, and that rather than a graphics go fight and shoot and all that. Yeah. So, so as soon as I saw this interface, I was like, well, this has to be it because they don't have the graphics. This has to be what I'm looking for. Now, I do and have a question. Is the German government require you to have an SAP style interface? Like, is that part of the requirement? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I don't think that's the, uh, You just went, that, you just went super nerd there, Lex. <laughs> I, so, so years ago, I had to work at SAP. And the first time I played this game, almost my immediate thought was, this feels like I'm an SAP, whatever the command structure just has. Uh-huh. And I, I've, I've yeah. commented on it a few times, but it's just, mm-hmm. but and I found out the couple well, of ger- German, I started laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Well, you know that like, I mean, basically the whole interface was designed by uh, Miki and, uh, and Martin who are not like graphic, what do you call it? Like UX, UI people or anything. So they probably just worked with what they knew and that's how they designed it. And so that's kind of like, I know there was a kind of a discussion about why are we doing sort of like the um, the UI overhaul and doing creating a new sort of look for him. Um, it's because we, we never really got that treatment and we want to kind of give the game like a facelift. Like it kind of, I think it deserves it. Like just because there was never anyone that actually came in that was like sort of like in the know about how things should look. Um, before and so i mean of course people that are the game for a long time are used to it and don't uh really see the the need or the desire have the desire to see it changed um but i think it would be you know a really nice thing for the game to just have a this like you know attention to detail sort of facelift so um, and is that yeah. <laughs> is that kind of ui overhaul is that um uh is that more of a how deep does it go is basically what I'm trying to ask. Is it kind of some surface level good, make it look good and feel good to new people who haven't seen the game before? Or is it more like some UX improvements under the hood that will change kind of some of the flows of the game? I don't, as far as I know, it shouldn't change any of like the, how the game plays. Um, It's purely like a, you know, um, just a graphical or, um, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Just a, a nice way to present the game. You are. Um, okay. yeah. I, I, did you see any of the screenshots? Or yeah. I think Miki did release a few screens that he was working yes. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I think that's the um, like kind of what the thing, what the look we're going for. I mean, we have a um, an art director and everything working on it as well. Um, so yeah, like that was just something that was always something that we wanted to do, um, from um, even from a long, long time ago. <clears throat> So, I'm gonna have to uh, play the uh, play the uh, coming off music or whatever because we're we're getting close on time here. I know yeah, it's crazy how fast an hour just flies by. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
I will skip the one question we had, but I think there was one question that we definitely, all three of us, uh, were going to ask you. Um, and you can, you can, be, you're probably going to be vague. <laughs> I know you probably can't even answer it, <laughs> but you know, it's coming. Um, was, yeah. what, what do you have planned for, is there any kind of current or even kind of hints you could give in terms of long-term, uh, uh, so like upgrades that long-term players will will enjoy of the game because right now I know and and rightfully so like we we've said this before so I know that you've been listening in that you've been doing a lot of new player stuff working on the UI working the tutorials mm. working on that jazz but is there any kind of hints you can give about an update down the road that old old veterans of the game like ourselves and, and others will, mm-hmm. will will enjoy okay so I can't give you like anything specific but I We'll say for sure that we are um, developing something for um, for the older players or what do you call it, veteran players. Um, and I listened to your last week's or was it, or was it last week? No, maybe two weeks ago. Um, your podcast and um, yeah, all of those uh, sort of I guess complaints and um, just uh, thoughts were definitely heard. Um, I looked um, at just the just to know that let's so you know like how what a kind of impact you're having <laughs> with this podcast um we were talking about it. statues statues we're getting statues <laughs> we're getting statues guys yeah <laughs> yeah uh i had i had a look at like the what i because i was off on vacation for uh this past week and so i looked at some of the notes on for like the company meetings and stuff that i missed and there's definitely like C pairs podcast uh, comments on in there, so <laughs> all of that. so um, so yeah, so definitely all those things were um, were were talked about and discussed, and yeah, I can't tell you which ones um, that may or may not be implemented, but there were definitely um, some great ideas, and there are ideas that are currently being looked into. Can you address? So. And, yeah. and maybe this is a little <laughs> harder question to answer, but can you address why you can't answer? Is it simply because of the fact that like you guys are very much, and that's great. Like if you are very mm-hmm. much about the, we don't want to promise something we actually can't deliver on to some degree. Cause that would, that would crush everybody's dreams to some degree. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, one is, it's not really my place to, to tell. Yeah, no, of course <laughs> we're talking to the wrong person. I'm not a developer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one, and probably I, I sh- it was kind of my fault because I kind of did want to ask them if I could maybe mention something, um, but yeah, the the whole time zone thing, like they went to bed, of course, oh, like yes. way, yeah, or I mean, not went to bed, but logged off. Like when I was actually like preparing for this podcast, I was like, oh, they're already off, they're already gone. <laughs> um, you can put that in a, you can put that on a dead note. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and I think uh, like number two, like it just um, things plans can change yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Um, once we see it, like sometimes the feedback, sometimes stuff that we realize that um, needs to be a focal point um, that we weren't making a focal point. And so, like, I think that's a part of like kind of being a startup in indie. 100%. It's just like things like just change very quickly and like we have the roadmap and we've actually kind of tried to push a little bit harder on having because this is exactly for this reason because i know players are like what's coming next like what what do we have forward to look to look towards um and so i've you know i've tried to sort of make a more hyper focused um uh, roadmap and it just like for whatever reason just never gets goes through um because it is so hard to plan you know 
uh, even six months, I would say, like, is still really hard for us to plan for just because of like a development time, uh, like the, the split between games, like I was discussing, and you know, just different things coming up, pro like uh, funding projects that we have to do. Um, so it's it does get kind of messy um sometimes so we have to like that's why we have all this and this new like project uh management software and stuff that we're working with so we can like, awesome. keep everything going and, ha and and deliver timely because we really saw that with the mobile project like that project like went way too too long like we went way over yeah. um on that so from from that learning we saw okay okay we have to like really you know, stick to our guns. We want to say like this project ends in, in March. It's got to end in March. So, <laughs> um, well, you know, that's kind of, we really, we really like, we wish we could like tell you, okay, this, <laughs> this feature, this feature, this feature are coming like, you know, uh, January, February, March, like that are coming out and all. And, but yeah, just for yeah, whatever reason, like limited. all the ones, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> no, for sure. No, I appreciate you giving us some insight on that, uh, Nick. Uh, you know, I'm I'm most no curious worries. from a, from a case study point of view how how companies run and functions. That's very interesting. Well, let's uh, we've I think we've grilled Nick enough here, guys. Um, let's go into kind of a lightning round here. We got about. Uh, Got about uh, 18 minutes here left. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Nick has prepared some questions for us. And so I'm just going to go down the list. Uh, let's keep them. Let's keep them short, boys. Uh, no, no lectures here. Uh, but Des, how did you hear about Prosperous Universe? It was a uh, YouTube, the science YouTube channel that the, the host demonstrated the U Prosperous Universe mm -hmm. game. Lex, yourself? Wait, wait. Wait, oh, sorry. Sorry, which <laughs> YouTube channel? <laughs> I cannot 100% remember. Um, okay, all right. I could probably so, find it for uh, you. Was it an ad? It was a sponsor. Do you know spot. if it was like an ad? It was a Okay, it was sponsored. Okay. Sponsored spot, yeah. like, That would be really cool. Yeah, if you could tell me which one it was, that'd be great. Just later. I'll find it for you. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. And so that he'll go to Very them and be great. like, okay, Thank this you. player, this person gets really good players. <laughs> uh, Lex, how did you hear about the game? Apparently, Steam knows what I like to play. It came up in one of the discovery mm. queues. Yeah, great. And the same for me. The same for me. Uh, Steam. Well, I came right at the Steam launch. So when the Steam launch happened, I actually had the game wishlisted um, on on my wishlist. I, I looked at it. I was like, mm, "This is right in my alley." Uh, I was into day trading. At, I'm not into day trading right now, uh, but I was into day trading at the time. And and all nobody's those... into day trading. Sorry. <laughs> I've never met anybody like every day trader I know gets out of it. It's it's just one of those. Things. Oh no, it was but just anyway. uh, just priorities and time and things uh, like I just that. busyness. Um, and so yes, no, uh, sit candlestick charts, all that. I was like, mm, sign me up. Uh, question two, Des, what do you think makes Prosperous Universe special? I uh, kind of what I said earlier. It's just a pure kind of economics. It's it's uh, it's all about run. It's it really feels like you know strategizing running a business and you have all those dynamics with it less about beating other people up and fighting <laughs> ship wars and like i think that's the strength of it yeah no 100 lex i would agree with that it's it's a very unique economic builder and more importantly it's one of the few games that actually takes logistics seriously i yeah you saw there was a i'm putting a little handbook together and one of my little comments was Amateurs talk logistics, professionals fail at logistics. And this is one of those games where you get the chance to fail at logistics. And very, very few games take it as seriously 
as this game does. And that, I like that element a great deal. Mm -hmm. And for me, yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I won't go into super big detail, but I was kind of getting sick and tired of um, just simply violent video games. That a lot of the violent video games I was playing. And so, yeah, I started just doing some more research and like to non-violent video games that I could learn and play and, and start to enjoy and prosperous universes right up that alley. And uh, I'm really glad to be honest that I get the chance to teach uh, you know, people about the game. And my my sole desire for pe- for this game is to see even younger, like youth, play this game. Uh, I've talked to teachers, actually, in my local area. And I'm like, guys, you should get your students involved in Prosperous Universe. Like, it very much is. Like, if there was a game, if there was a game that, like, the, the educational institutions of the world wouldn't really enjoy because there is no violence, but it teaches you all sort of businessy things... Uh, prosperous universe 100 which makes it a very special game right in in the deluge of violent video games that are out there this is a very special uh gem in the rough so yeah i would add one more and that is that you can set stuff and you can walk away for hours and hours and not have a problem with it. can we just say in the deluge of games trying to get you hooked and addicted like some sort of drug addict to their game This game is very respectful of your time, which is and, like bonkers. <laughs> and I especially appreciate that it has an idler type style speed, but doesn't monetize every three seconds. Yeah. 100%. The fact that there's no button to make everything faster. You put that button and I'm gone. You might make more money, but I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah. So, I love that element of this game. You have to, you have to play it. Yeah. Very non-predatory monetization tactics. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Um, Des, what is your most frustrating frustrating thing in the game to you personally? If you could change anything about the game, what 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 would it be? I I run a very very logistics intensive enterprise. Yep. And I bump up against the limits on that all the time, like contracts, recurring contracts, tracking where things are going, and like because I I run tier one through tier through tier four consumables in Antari space and stuff has to go everywhere. And I find that very challenging. I've got, I'm kind of pushing the game to the limits in that regard. Yeah. Lex. So, uh, lack of, lack of clear ability to figure out what items. It's easy to forget an item it happens to me all the time. I get three out of four and I screw the other one up. That's <laughs> like, that's you just ask for frustrating. Like it just, Look there are times when I'm moving, <laughs> When you're moving seven or eight or ten, like I have Nike, I've got tier one through tier three there. I need fifteen items to supply. If I forget any of the fifteen, I got a problem, and it takes me two days to fix it if I screw it up. So I don't like that part. Yikes! Uh, for me, it really would be I would say the lack of maybe quality of life improvements to organize people a little bit better in terms of like one example I can give is like governments, for instance, right? Like governors, I think it'd be really cool if governors could post on the local market, like a reoccurring contractor, like quest board system, and it could teach new players. Essentially, it, it kind of, it's like a, it's a works for both ways where you have, um, you know, new players look at this and be like, oh, the governor needs these things, right? But a lot of these are done in back channels. And so for me, a lot of it's done in back channels. And I feel like if we were to open up those back channels and give, uh, facilitate opening up those back channels, I think this game would become a lot more active and alive for the newer players. 
I think um, too many players don't know what's going on in the economy because 100%. they can't see it. A new player can't see it. It's it's yeah. I really it's really sad if I'd say anything is that new players I slowly became aware of what was happening and I'm still only aware of parts of it. It's so much is going on you never see. You don't have any sense of. Yeah. And that's a shame. Yeah. Uh Des, how would you describe this game to someone who has never heard it before? I really struggle with this because I mean oh, I the thought, words that usually gonna... come out of too. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the words that usually come out of my mouth are it's a uh, economic simulator based in space. But that doesn't seem to really capture it. That's that's when I say that they get the wrong image. <laughs> so I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lex, yourself? So I'm I'm gonna actually go back. If I I was looking at the questions you had, if we could change anything about the game, I'd actually add much more flexible contracts. Uh, when you're trying to when you're trying to trade ten or fifteen commodities with somebody, it's too much work. <laughs> and just, yeah, it's like just a little more flexibility of I want to trade you these ten things, yep. you want to trade me these three things. I would love to see that be really improve the game, and I know for Des it would make his life a lot easier. Sure. If I was to describe the game to someone externally, Lex, you're talking name, to your wife right now. How are you explaining what you do with these boys? <laughs> there's no way my wife is even going to have the slightest interest. So, to anyone in this game, I, I jokingly have a spreadsheet I call Spreadsheet Wars. This is this is actually like logistics simulator, but fun. Like I don't know any way to describe it. It's like take take the idea that if you if I got paid to do this, I'd be miserable. It's the weirdest thing. I do this for fun. If you paid me, I would quit because <laughs> there's so much detail. And yet if you make it a challenge and it's the ability to to try to solve a difficult problem of how to make something complicated. That's how I describe it. It's a game where it's like, I want you to build something really tricky and you're going to work through a bunch of stages to get there. That's how I describe the game to somebody. Yeah. So. And I would say for myself, really, I'll just sum it up by saying spreadsheets in space. <laughs> yeah i mean that's spreadsheet a great course yeah yeah spreadsheets yeah. in space uh i'm working on a video right now uh it's literally going to be published probably tonight i kid you not i'm literally 99 done it and uh one of the things i say is like all right guys so we're going to open up a spreadsheet and if you break out into hives while while working in spreadsheets um this game's not for you yeah this game's not for you <laughs> yeah so um yeah, no, for sure. So mm -hmm. question number five and the final question that we, uh, Nick gave us here. Uh, Daz, what is your most memorable moment in the game so far? Oh, man, I remember... Um, I remember planting my last, I think I have 14 bases now that is part of a larger plan. I think I remember when I hit that mark. Oh, probably most memorable easily uh paying off my first uh ship first 2k 2k ship okay yeah okay you don't have to brag okay des <laughs> <laughs> yeah we get it des you're rich oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, i won't tell you i have um six of them no. yeah we know <laughs> uh, yes yes wow oh man yeah, he's, Jeez, Louise. He's lex cheap. what about yourself my, my friend uh, what do you what do you got first time an our fab got produced and not even like that was the big that was the culmination of several months worth of planning so i'll never forget that moment. nice nice yeah. for myself and the mo related oh, to that was the moment i realized that i was gonna have a really serious problem with epo that came that was a quick second mm -hmm. my, for myself it would be probably when uh me and mittens built 
uh, mapped out the the entire ship in this game. It took like 1,300 rows in a spreadsheet, but we did it. And like just seeing the excitement and just seeing a guy who's he's like who's around kind of my stage in life and just like the excitement in his eyes, the excitement in his voice and just chatting with him and just like sharing that like mutual sort of nerdy excitement with people yeah. is actually just a very, very awesome time because it's like very much like because this game is so niche, this game is so special to myself that very much it's like I'm sharing a very special part of my life with somebody else. And that is a very special moment. It really is. And um, yeah, so like when we did it and we finally like stood back and looked at this thing, we were like, hell yeah, like we did this. Like this is us. This took us like an entire week of just plowing through the data, but we did it. And we're like, wow, like we have this thing now in front of us that's that's been uh, that's been amazing. Um so yeah, no, that's that's kind of my most memorable. I'm moment. still I'm still waiting for the moment when you realize how good that plan is and what's not going to work. And oh, we well, we've been working. Well, so that was mapping, right? We mapped it out. Yeah. Now we're actually yeah. building the planets for it all, and we're we're going to be making that announcement on the 21st here, but um, uh, or on the 18th. I forget what day we're doing it on. But anywho, um. <laughs> excuse me we're mapping yeah we're mapping out the planets and all that and i'm like oh my goodness gracious like there's yeah it's insane you're in, but, you're in for it but it's yeah. fun yeah. yeah well that's pretty much we got four minutes left guys i you know what i think this is a new record for the like literally we condensed as much information as we could in in a limited hour um nick if there was any i'll, I'll leave you with the last word is there anything that you would kind of like to tell the community uh you know any 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 final thoughts about about what's going on yeah sure i mean uh like i mean i hope everyone that's listening to this podcast like knows how much uh, the community means to to us um and the you know uh as me and marketing and everyone in development and etc uh you really bring such a joy to the job um we love hearing your feedback um we want to you know hear more uh, so, you know, if you n never feel like you're, you know, or something like that, uh, we really enjoy each and every interaction with our community. We, um, try to, we do this game for, you know, for you guys and to create something that, um, brings people together and, you know, in a great fun, you know, just positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, thanks for, uh, you know, all the contributions that you make and, just for um, being such a great positive community. Cause I think there's just so many gaming communities that are so completely <laughs> toxic and it's great yeah. to know that Postfix universe is not one of those. So yeah. yeah. It's been <laughs> an extremely helpful community. And I mean, it, you know, what's weird is like, yeah, like me being kind of the, you know, resident YouTuber, resident podcaster. Um, uh, I felt like I was going to get a lot of like pushback from people or a lot of people. I've had some people tell me I'm like straight up wrong on things. Um, but generally mm -hmm. like I'd say 90% of all the feedback I've ever gotten from the community has always been positive. Um, and I've made it clear to everybody else that like, we're not, um, I'm not trying to be a YouTuber here. I'm not trying to be some sort of like, that's, if I was, I probably wouldn't be playing prosperous universe, <laughs> but no, it really has been, I'm doing it for the community because I do love everybody. And, and, uh, Lex, you said something to me the other day, which really resonated with me. And that is very much. That like I do enjoy 
I do enjoy organizing people. I enjoy socializing. I enjoy networking with people and, and, and getting to know people. And, and, and this community has just been a fantastic community. And I'm, and I'm rightfully proud to be, to be a, 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 you know, an influencing member of this amazing community. So, um, yeah, I just want to thank you once again, Nick. I know that you didn't have to come on the podcast, um, but I appreciate you taking yeah, it the time. It was great. I was really happy to come. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, we will end the podcast here tonight. Um, if you do like this podcast, uh, make sure to leave a five-star review on Spotify or even better yet, uh, hop onto iTunes and actually write up a review. Tell you, I get those, uh, I was going to say ivories, but I mean, they're more plastic keys than anything else. Um and then, yeah, if you also really enjoy Prosperous Universe or if you enjoy uh, the podcast or if you're like, I have friends that really don't know what Prosperous Universe is, get them to listen to this podcast. You know, um, I think it was Lex or Des, you guys mentioned the other day that, you know, this podcast has been kind of um, a generator of community, right? That it's very much like it gets people involved. And I can't tell you how many people have come to us, come to me and said, you know, straight up, like, I was listening to your podcast. It's phenomenal. Um, it's because of that that I've actually gotten involved in the game, right? Because I think a lot of people with, an, with any MMO, it's not, it's, not just, uh, it's not just alone to Prosperous Universe. Any, um, any MMO is, is maybe tough to get into because there's a lot of information, a lot of things to process too. And so this podcast can be an avenue for, uh, for that, uh, that, that first leap into it. So... No, I appreciate you stopping by, Nick. Uh, Thank you, Lex and Dez. And uh, we'll see you guys again next time. Thank you very much.